Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 4, verses 46 through 54. We're going to finish up the fourth chapter of John, and we're going to conclude the Cana to Cana cycle. This is something I just learned about, but you might remember that Jesus did his first miracle, turning water into wine, in a wedding in Cana. And then he went up to Jerusalem, up in an altitude sense, not in a directional sense. Actually, he went south to Jerusalem, down to Jerusalem, as he went up to celebrate the Passover. And now, at the end of chapter 4, he's coming back up to Cana, or down to Cana, and while he's been gone, he cleared out the temple, he had a significant conversation with Nicodemus, he has had a significant conversation with this Samaritan woman at Jacob's well as he traveled through Samaria on his way from Jerusalem to Cana, and today he's going to heal an official's son. Before we jump into that, I want to say thank you to the family leader who is our 2023 Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about them in the announcements at the end of this devotion, and as always, we are thankful to the family leader for their support. Let's jump into verse 46. So he came again to Cana in Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And at Capernaum, there was an official whose son was ill. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. So like it says, Jesus is in Cana, and Capernaum is about 20 miles away or so, but this official had heard that Jesus is going to be in the area, and his son is sick unto death, and so he's heard about Jesus' miraculous signs and wonders. He decides it's worth a 16-hour round trip, walking from Capernaum to Cana and back to get a chance to convince Jesus to come heal his son. Pretty remarkable. Verse 48, So Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, Sir, Come down before my child dies. And Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. Now let's stop right there. Back in verse 48, Jesus is acknowledging something we've touched on a couple times already. One of those times was in John chapter 2, verses 23 through 25. And that's this idea that there is a category of believer in Jesus that isn't truly a believer. These are people who believe in him in as far as their signs and wonders convince them that there's something special about him, something supernatural about him, but they don't trust in him in a saving way. And if those signs and wonders aren't present, then the people aren't going to believe anything about Jesus. Jesus says to this official, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. In other words, you're just like all the other people who will only believe if they see a sign or a wonder. These are people who would fall in line with the old adage, seeing is believing. But Jesus is going to do something here that we haven't seen him do in the Gospel of John that's going to chip away at this seeing is believing believing faithlessness. The guy said, come down to my house before my child dies, assuming that if the son is going to be healed, Jesus has to go with him. But Jesus says to him, no, you don't need me there. Just go and your son will live. And it says the man believed the word that Jesus spoke and went on his way. Now check out how this unfolds. Verse 51, as he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. In other words, his son started to recover. And at some point before he got home, his servants met him on the way home and told him, hey, your son's recovering. 
And so he asked his servants the hour when the sun began to get better. And they said to him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. Verse 53, the father, who is also the official, knew that this was the hour when Jesus had said to him, your son will live. So in other words, there's a new category of miracle now. It's like the long distance miracle. Jesus doesn't have to be present. You don't have to see him perform a miracle, but with his spoken word, he can perform a miracle from at least 20 miles away. Now, I think this next sentence is critical. It says, and he, meaning the father, the official, and he himself believed and all his household. Verse 54, this was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. The reason I think it's so significant in verse 53 that it says, and he himself believed is because up there in verse 50, it already told us that the man believed the word that Jesus spoke and went on his way. So these must be two different beliefs. The first belief in verse 50 was enough belief for him to leave Jesus and head home, hoping against all hope that what Jesus said would be effective, that his son would be okay. This is a different belief than the belief in verse 53, which seems like it's a salvation belief. Not just a hope against all hope, but a personal confidence, a personal trust in Jesus Christ. Imagine what that eight-hour walk home must have been like. He went to Cana, hoping that he'd be able to get Jesus' attention, which he did get Jesus' attention, hoping that he'd be able to bring Jesus back to Capernaum with him, which he was unsuccessful at doing. But he got this little crumb of hope. I mean, Jesus did say that my son will live, and I didn't know that you could do that from 20 miles away. I thought he'd have to come along, but I'm going to take his word at least seriously enough that I don't go crazy and I make it home in time to see that maybe what Jesus said is true. I'm hanging on to that. Eight hours. And his servants meet him and he gets the good news and he finds out that the fever broke at the exact time that Jesus said the day before your son will live. But when he realizes the significance of all this, when he realizes who Jesus is, not some circus sideshow, not some traveling magician, but somebody who can speak a miracle with his words. That's when he really believed. And that belief was so significant that his whole household got on board. So what's this have to do with us today? Well, I think there are things that God has told us that we don't see the evidence of yet that we just need to take by faith. God said it. It's true. I'm banking on it. I might not see that show up in my life right away or for a long time or maybe ever, but that doesn't make it any less true. And in addition to that, the reason God doesn't just give us answers and give us evidence of truth right away all the time immediately is is because he's working out something greater than we could ever ask or imagine. This guy's only hope was that his son would live. Well, not only did his son live, but he himself was saved for eternity by true faith in Christ and his entire household with him, which in comparison even to the significance of a son being sick and living or dying is way more important. It's forever. So we can trust Jesus and God at their word, whether we see evidence of it or not right now or ever. And not only that, but we can trust that regardless of whether we get what we want when we appeal and petition to him, we can trust that he's working something great in our lives. That's a wrap for John 4. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast. 
podcast airing on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.